So what if you could speed up your success toward the goal that matters most to you with less effort, less stress, and more reliable progress? This trick works in any area of your life for any goal that you pursue, and I call it emulation. So today I'm gonna to share with you how you can put this into practice into your life. So using this framework, I've been able to get a viral video, four and a half million views when I'm generally terrible at social media, uh, build an e-commerce business with over $3 million a month in sales with my great business partner and great team behind there, fix my knee pain that lasted for 11 years, and just yesterday, which got me thinking about this, I was able to plan and deliver what my business partner in that company called the best webinar he's ever seen me do. And he's been on a lot of these things with me. I've delivered literally hundreds of them that have never got that kind of response. So this all comes back to this one tool that I'm gonna talk about today that you can put in place in your life right now and make some massive changes. So for years, I've admired business leaders such as Richard Branson, who you know just seemed to create brands out of thin air that were so unique, so innovative, and I'm like, man, that's what I need. I need that sort of secret sauce where I can just create stuff out of thin air that's never existed before. So to create greater success in my life and business and other areas, I challenge everything, uh, thinking that nobody could tell me exactly what to do. I needed to find my own way and to invent everything. And to get you an idea of how bad this idea has been, uh, years ago, when at one point we were having a, a company that had, you know, 60, 65, you know, mostly six-figure employees, we had a big office downtown in Austin, things were cranking along, and rather than just take the advice of people that had been building companies for hundreds of years before me that had already managed a bunch of people, figured out how to do all that, I tried to invent my own method of management in that process, thought I had, you know, at 27 years old or something, a better way of doing that stuff. And to be honest, life was hard because when you try to invent your way through everything, you end up having such a high failure rate that's super stressful. And this is crazy because like I was doing this in my life, but then here I was at the same time teaching people, beginners specifically, how to build e-commerce businesses from scratch. And my biggest piece of advice to them was don't invent anything. Find out what's already working and do it a little bit better. But sometimes, you know, there's that whole thing of uh, do what I say, <laughs> not what I do, unfortunately. But then a few years ago, I read a book called Richer, Wiser, Happier, which is one of my favorite books. It's probably my the favorite book I've read probably over the last five years or more. Uh, but either way, one of the top favorite books that I've ever read. And so in it, the uh, author, William Green, he interviews a bunch of different very famous investors. In the very first chapter, he interviews an investor whose name is Monish Pabrai, who's actually here in Austin, uh, who's had a lot of success in investing. Monish has a concept that he jumps into immediately in that book that he calls cloning. He sort of says, why do all these people think they need to invent everything when you can just find out what somebody's already doing that's got the result that you want to get and just copy everything they do? And so in his life, he applied, applied that principle to investing. So rather than him trying to figure out everything on his own, he just looked at how Warren Buffett and the late Charlie Munger did their thing in investing and he modeled everything that he possibly could off of them even to the point of how they ran their lives and investment partnerships. He set up the structure legally the exact same way as Buffett's original partnership. He invested in the same kind of companies. He didn't have any analysts just like Buffett. And he even had the same system with 
um, his assistant printing emails like Charlie Munger, and then he would just scribble notes on there. And so he modeled as much as he possibly could. And today, fast forward 20 years, he's one of the most successful investors of today. Steve Jobs once said, you know, he was talking about uh, giving a quote from Picasso. It says, good artists copy, great artists steal. And then Steve Jobs added, we've always been shameless about stealing great ideas. Now, this is arguably the most successful, at least one of the most successful entrepreneurs in history. Today, I believe Apple is the biggest company in the world, at least biggest publicly traded company in the world. And so he's got this idea of the most successful people on the planet telling you, just copy what other people are doing. But internally, myself, and I'm sure you as well, we feel the need to be unique. We need to create stuff from scratch. We need to innovate. We need to be original. It's so boring just to find out stuff that's working, copying it, even if the results are 10 times as good. So we've got these internal battles going on. But as I started implementing some of this, my life has completely changed. And so I believe this opportunity, I like the word emulation rather than stealing or rather than cloning. But either way, we're all talking about the same thing. The definition, one definition of emulation is the effort to match or surpass a person or achievement, typically by imitation. So this is taking a one step further. This is actually trying to achieve the same result or even a better result. And so a lot of times I believe that's what we're after. Now, if you want to be an investor, are you going to exceed uh, Warren Buffett's results, very unlikely because he was at it for many, many, many decades. He started literally when he was 11 years old. And so maybe that's not what, you know, Monish Pabrai is intending, but he still wants to do really good. Uh, but in a lot of areas of our lives, we are trying to actually do better than the best example out there, such as in business. If you're creating a new product, for example, and you don't want to just be as good as the current product out there, you want to say, hey, this product is crushing it. I want to do something better. I want to exceed their success, which to me is the concept of emulation. So I've done this with a viral video that has four and a half million views. I literally just copied a video in the e-commerce space that was on TikTok. I made what I thought was better. I mean, first off, biggest difference for me is I had better e-commerce results because I built a bigger business than that person creating the video. And so that alone was allowed this video to dominate in that space. Um, went from nothing to four and a half million views today. Also applied this to fix my knee pain. Now here's an interesting twist because I've been following a guy, uh, Ben Patrick, also known as knees over toes guy, I think on Instagram. And since like early in the pandemic, when he had like 60,000 Instagram followers, now he's got over 2 million, which is insane. Uh, became, you know, been on Joe Rogan show and is kind of known everywhere now. People write articles about his stuff. And so I've been following that guy for a while, and he tells you all the stuff to do. He tells you all the new workouts, all that kind of stuff. But to me, that was only half of the example that he set. For some reason, he's avoided putting out a lot of content on diet. I think part of that reason is because diet is such a sensitive subject. Some people say you need to eat only vegetables. Some people say you need to eat only meat. Some people say, hey, it's crazy to ever eat a single carb. You need to eat only fat. It's you know anything other than keto is insane. So it's such almost like a religion with certain diets. That's probably why he doesn't touch it because he doesn't want to alienate his audiences. But he did over the years give a few little tidbits. He would literally for lunch just eat some grass-fed beef jerky sticks. 
first off, it kept his energy high because he didn't have like a big sort of sugar crash uh, or, you know, after the eating carbs as well. Uh, also, the protein, I believe, is likely going to be less inflammatory if it's grass fed, my understanding. And so he would also talk about, you know, for breakfast, just eating, you know, eggs and whatever else. And then for um, before then for coffee, he would just do kind of a black coffee and uh, or espresso. And so he had all these little tidbits of diet advice in there that he was just talking about what he was doing. But that to me was half of the thing also, because I found that if I were just to do what he said, just the knee program stuff without implementing the diet, I never got the result. As soon as I started using his example and other similar people on the diet side, that's when my results got so much better. Because for me, and it may be different for everyone, cutting out, you know, uh, bread, mostly corn, rice, potatoes, those kind of things made such a big difference to my ability to make progress in reducing and eliminating my knee pain. So that's where it comes into don't just do what they say, try to find out what they've actually done. Because a lot of times they may not realize they're doing anything special, but the things that they do that they don't actually talk about, that could be where all the results come from. In our own e-commerce business, we emulated a lot of things. Uh, the way we display our product options on our product pages that we basically copied and then try to improve on it from some other much bigger e-commerce stores early on that were selling supplements and that sort of thing. Um, we've had members recently uh, in our mastermind called the Tycoon Tribe that copied some stuff off of Amazon. Uh, for example, like, you know, there's like the subscribe and save, like there was a 30% off coupon that we've been running on Amazon that's been crushing it. We've got over 10,000 subscribe and save customers on Amazon alone. He modeled that and put it in his e-commerce store and all of a sudden his subscriptions started going up by like 50% more just by implementing that on a store that he emulated from us on Amazon. The reason we haven't put in place on our own Shopify store, even though it's crushing for us on Amazon, is for a lot of complicated technical reasons and the plan is to put it in place sometime early next year. But either way, that emulation strategy is absolutely crushing it. Even our entire concept for a product, the healthiest coffee possible, was emulated from Bulletproof. Bulletproof, you know, went with coffee that was low on toxins, but in my opinion, uh, we've gone more extreme. Certified organic, shade grown, high elevation grown. We tested for 400 toxins, tested for a lot of other things, uh, low acid, and so we've tried to tick every box possible. So we tried to meet what they did and then exceed that. And then literally just yesterday, the webinar that I did, uh, after I've done hundreds of webinars before, I kind of went back to the drawing board, went back to school, if you will, and went through this book called Expert Secrets from Russell Brunson. Uh, because for years, I was like, man, I've written you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of sales copy. I've delivered hundreds of webinars. What do I have to learn from you know Russell? Because it's like, I remember uh, we've kind of come from the same world. He started before me, but I, I know a lot of the same stuff, a lot of the same internet marketing stuff. But eventually I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna kind of swallow my pride, read his book. And I was like, wow, he's really got some good stuff here that I've never thought about. I mean, he's talked with different people, has had different experiences. So I modeled the webinar that we did last night um, almost slide for slide. I had to put my own story in there, obviously, because my experience is unique and it's my content. But as far as the structure off of what he's found works best for him, and that was the webinar that Mike said was the best one he's ever seen and heard me deliver. All I did was model it after somebody who's already done a lot of the same stuff and seems to have produced even better results than me with webinars. So it's still something I have to fight, the desire to be unique instead of just to do what works. Um, now, I think you eventually learn 
how to put your own spin on things. So it's not just like you're copying forever, but most people I think jump there way too fast. They see like a little example, they're like, ah, I'm gonna do something unique and different, even though they've not achieved any success in that area whatsoever. Instead, it's probably better to emulate what's already working as much as you possibly can. And then finally, when you run out of things to emulate and you wanna start testing new stuff, then start putting your own spin on it. In almost any area, if you're looking at what business to build, what products to launch, what marketing campaigns. I mean, same thing, if anybody I work with, which we um, just launched a higher end program for people doing at least say half a million dollars a year to help them scale on Shopify, no matter what market they're in, I'm immediately looking for an example that we can emulate that's in their market, um, that we can find what are their Facebook ads, what are their landing pages, what are their offers. We're not gonna steal any of their content, but we are going to model their ad structure, their landing page structure, their offer structure. Because why invent all that stuff ourselves when we can start from something we already know that works, then go from there. So when thinking about putting this in place in your own life, first think, what is your main goal in life? Could be in business, could be to grow revenue, grow sales, uh, could be something personal, a health goal. Then think, what person or organization has already accomplished that goal? Then find out what they did really the path that they took, not even necessarily just what they say, find out what they did, or if you can, just ask them, or just look at what they're doing now, follow in their steps, and you're likely to still get a pretty good result. If you do exactly the steps that they took, there may be some timing difference, maybe society was different back then, maybe they were early on an opportunity, but in general, if you follow the exact steps that they took, you're probably gonna get a pretty similar result. There's even a chance you get better results. Maybe now the timing is better. It's not always worse. So first, emulate their actions as closely as possible to see what results you get. Then start innovating after you really feel like you've learned all you can by following their current steps. So to wrap up, in this daily show, I'm sharing what's worked for me to build three eight-figure companies, sell $300 million online, and help others sell $10 billion so far, which is insane. I'm also sharing what I'm working on right now in the real world to achieve more and to make the biggest impact I can possibly make. So please subscribe right now on your favorite podcasting platform or on YouTube to get all future episodes. I'll see you tomorrow.